0: Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it's been an entertaining match. Unfortunately, we have come out losing 4-3 at Blackburn Rovers. Some of our fans have wanted to see more goals, have wanted to see more entertainment. We saw that today, and to help me talk through it, I've been joined by Alex Everson. Hi, Alex.
1: Hey, Paul. I'm not quite sure how entertaining I found today, in all honesty, but I'm sure
0: we'll get into it. That's fair enough, fair enough. Um, I've also been joined by Matt Lansley. Hi, Matt. Afternoon, Paul. Did you enjoy it? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we 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 we
2: lost we lost we lost in the end. We, we were awful defensively. The first, I, I, actually, I enjoyed about the first minute and a half, and then just it was just it was just same old, same old, same old, same old from years gone by. And oh,
0: our first twenty, first fifteen, twenty minutes were absolutely dreadful. I thought there was a spell after Bulldog came on. But I always felt Blackburn were going to get it in some way. I mean, if you look at the match, they deserved to win that game. They had so many chances. You can't come away from that as a Reading fan, I don't think, thinking we were unlucky in that match, Alex. What do you think? No, I agree. Um, The first hour was pretty awful.
1: We had 20 minutes of uh, decent football. Well, not decent football. We had 20 minutes of looking okay where we scored two goals we probably looked like we were on top, and then after that, the last ten minutes, Blackburn were by far the better team again. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really think many people could complain that we've lost that game. Um, the fact that we even managed to get it back to three three was, I think, fairly fortunate. And uh, it, yeah, there was a. It, it just was not a. It wasn't a good performance, despite the fact that we've scored three goals.
0: No, there's nothing compact about that defense at all. It was very, very loose. Uh, the whole team, it was sloppy passing, apart from 20 minutes. And even then, it was hardly sparkling, was it? It was okay. But it just lacked energy all over the pitch, I'd say. Quality wise, if I look at players. Certainly lack
2: quality. I think. Yeah, yeah, a lot of
0: quality. <laughs> if you look at the young players that have come in, Michael Elise came in, has played quite a lot of the games since Ajari has been injured. Um, his final pass is really getting quite disappointing now. He's only 18, so we've got to see how he develops. So let's not like finish him off here, Matt. But kind of combined with T-Mac, who I thought had a, not his best game, I would say, the last one against Middlesbrough, got caught for the first goal and then almost gave away the second one before Patrick Roberts did exactly the same. Kind of he looked nervous again in the first few minutes, didn't he, T-Mac? Two young players inexperienced, struggling a bit.
2: Yeah, and like I think it's 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 always going to be harsh to say, but I think you can't you can't stop critiquing them just because they're academy graduates, because at the end of the day they're still coming into the first team. You know they need to they need to be good enough to perform at that level, and they just weren't today. So McIntyre was was awful, quite frankly. Um, it's probably. Kind of glad he nearly got knocked out and got taken off the pitch because he was he was just awful. Um,
0: but how wish injury on him, though, Matt? I mean, oh that's no, okay.
2: no. But it, it 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 certainly relieved him of probably a much harder afternoon than yeah. probably what what he had. And at least say, like you say, like I think he's it's not just his final pass; it's his entire end product at the moment. His decision making is pretty poor, really. His finishing, I've not really had seen him have a very good shot. I mean, he did have one today that went narrowly wide, but um, I mean, he very rarely hits the target, very rarely even works the keeper. Um, ad- admittedly, he's only 18, but for me, it's, it, it looks so far like it's very much going down the same track as Danny, Danny Loder when he came into the team, came, c- came in with a lot of hype, had a good first few games. And then once he started starting and getting his chances, it just becomes elusive. And that's sadly what's happening to, at least at the moment like but I think I think McIntyre McIntyre will pull through though I think because I think we've seen we have seen his his qualities and I think he's just had a cut he's had a tough couple of games like and but I think it was probably good for him that he he came off early not not necessarily good that he got injured but good that he came off early so I think Uh I, I'm not going to write Elise off based on the last. I'm not. Three I'm not, not writing him off. Um, Certainly not. I, I,
1: I, I do think he's had a lot of probably responsibility it, um, placed on him over the last few games since Zajari has been out. And I'm not really sure Bowen is using him or even knows how to use him in the correct way. Um, we've seen him line up what on the left, left of a like a, a midfield front three. Uh today he played right midfield, like as a right, it was a right winger, it definitely wasn't like a right forward position. Um we've seen him play in, in probably four or five different positions now this season under Bowen. I, I, I'm not sure that Bowen really knows how to use him effectively. Um he could be, you know, he could be one of the most skillful players coming out of the academy in the last few years. But if the manager who we have, whoever it is at the time, doesn't know how to use him, as we saw with Loder, if the manager doesn't know how to use The player to get the most out of them then at the end like realistically they're not actually going to succeed they're not going to make it at the club and they're going to look worse uh worse off as a result um i agree with you about mcintyre today he really struggled um it it was it it was disappointing to see him struggle um because he he he's looked good ish up until that middlesbrough game um but yeah, maybe maybe having him out of the firing home for today was not the end of the world. Um so I I certainly think that McIntyre is gonna be in and around the squad again next season, as will Ali say. But yeah, there's there's gotta be questions on as to whether they whether they're ready to play forty games a season plus or whether they're gonna be squad players next season with other first team players around them competing.
0: I guess there's also the physicality of... I agree with you on the tactic things. Alise is not in the right position. I'm not quite sure where that is at the moment. Mm. He's one of those players a bit like Danny Loder, the comparison works, because you're not quite sure where he's going to work best on the pitch. Technically, both quite good players. I don't think there's any doubt on that. They're not a person player you can give the ball to who's going to bounce off them. doesn't often bounce off Elise or Danny Loder, but that pass afterwards, you're not quite sure where it's going to be going. I don't know. With t Matt, I think it's also playing continuously games. He's not used to it. And to say the same for Elise, playing game after game, three-day break, four days in this one. That kind of mentally, they're not used to it, are they? And it's been tough going for them because I think Elise would be best coming off the bench, as we discussed before, oh. Alex with yeah, okay. on the pitch, but we don't
1: have that. Yeah, I definitely think Elise would be benefiting from coming off the bench at the minute. Um, I mean, it got to an hour in today. It genuinely got to an hour in today uh, when Elise had his first shot. And that was kind of the first point where I realised Elise was actually still on the field. He um, it, it, it just doesn't really feel like he's doing anything currently uh, when he starts. Um, and when you when you look back and you notice it, when you look back at the games he came off the bench against Forest earlier in the season, away from him, uh, away from home, I think he came off the bench in that game.
0: In the Forest away, he started, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And then yeah. ignore me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, it gener- generally, though, I think this season he he's looked better when he's come off the bench and he's been able to impact games late on. Um, and we've noticed him more. I think when he started games, he's generally he's struggled. Um, he's struggled to make an impact at the very least. He might not be struggling technically. He might not be struggling with the physicality, but he's not. He's not making the impact you want him to yet.
0: No, no, I agree. I agree. I, I think that would be the perfect role for him against a tiring defender. I think he's going to do it. He's got tricks in his box, hasn't he? He can go past the player. I don't think that's an issue with him. Like Ajari, you'd have the perfect combination there of one playing 70 minutes, whatever, is him coming on. But if we look at the Blackburn goals, uh, they're all pretty poor, aren't they? I mean, the first one is Shambolic. It's just walking through the whole of our defence. No one really stopping him. The second one, Morrison gets turned too easily. Should Raphael do better on the goal? What do you think E review, Matt? What do you think?
2: He should have done better on both From them, Like the fair. The first one was just... Uh, yeah yeah it was the first one where he just he, he just stood there the second the second one he just he seemed to dive about a second uh, a second after it had even hit the net it was just it's pretty really really poor goalkeeping he's not had, he's certainly not not had the best return since lockdown in my opinion i know i know there's a a, a very big portion of the fan base that still think he's you know on par with with with, with, with keepers gone by but I, I just don't see it personally like he's a good i'm not saying he's a bad goalkeeper he's a good goalkeeper but i mean he he needs to be doing better in those situations you know like you can say it came through you can say it came through players but the first one it came it came through players with very little pace on it you know as well it was it, like a uh, shocking defending yes but you know you still got to have a goalkeeper there that you know makes those saves
0: yeah, I know. On a positive in the
1: first half. Sorry, Alex, were you gonna say so? Yeah, I was, yeah, on the on the first goal, the, the I know we've I know we've said it, but the defending really is absolutely shambolic. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really sure what Swift or Richards are doing for the first goal. McIntyre's banked mm. off so far that he's he's basically back in Berkshire by that point. Um <laughs> yeah, he uh, is he and, is. I don't know what he's
0: doing there. No, it, and, and for Rafa, Rafa, watching that, yeah. I, I mean Rafa, I get on that. Raphael gets up after
1: the shot and starts shouting at his defense, but it's like, mate, the ball's gone past you with about two miles an hour of pace on it. It's like, it wasn't a particularly good finish from the guy. It was, it was fine, but it wasn't a good goal. Um, I would, I would say, um, the second goal is, it's a decent enough strike. Again, I kind of agree with Matt. I
2: don't really think Raphael covers himself in much glory for either of those first two goals. Um, not, I think not, ultimately, ultimately, it's another couple of goals that we're looking at, and we're kind of saying again, oh,
0: Raphael should have saved them. Yeah. Oh, no, no, maybe, maybe it's they... not about saving them; it's about a better effort. Yeah. And yeah. should kind yeah. of be doing, you know, you can't save all the shots; that's impossible. Nobody good goalie you can do that, but it's a kind of it's a kind of lethargy within some of the players. Some of them have gone really well since I uh, returned from lockdown but some of them have, I don't know, they've dropped off and you just think there's a bit more there and that's what makes the difference. Yes, I'd agree. There's definitely like a,
1: there's there's been, it's it's not necessarily a lack of effort, but there's definitely a lack of, maybe it's motivation or um, there's 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 something on the field. You can see that, that, I'm not going to single out players, but there's definitely, as a group, they are one step behind where they were in, say, February or, March, or well maybe March I guess half of February but they Dead not have step behind where they were um, as a group
0: Yeah it's amazing I mean people always say oh I'm banging on about the people who are injured and it's going to transform the team but if you have Pele Ijaria, Jao, and personally I would have started with Miazga today if he's there why not start him ahead of McIntyre I find it hard to believe that that would not make the team better Because you straight away have a better midfield. I just think it gives us, well, are we going to win the league with that team? No, no, we're not. But we're better with that team, Alex, what do you think? Um, So,
1: as a team, yeah, I agree. We would be better, obviously, with these players. They're they're, they're all first-team players, and we'd be a better side with them. Um, My concern is probably that even if these players were in the team, I'm not sure we would play in a style that necessarily suits them um I, I know the discussion has been going on for months around bowen wants to play with Zhao up top bowen wants to play with Zhao up top but bowen's only had Zhao available i think for 12 games out of 35 or something now or 34 he's you know and actually before christmas Zhao played in a number of games and we didn't look that good going forwards um in some of them it the, really the pe- people are kind of like holding on to hope that Zhao is going to come back and we're going to suddenly look Way better going forward, um, and uh, just based off the fact that Bowen's had, call it, I don't know, twenty games without Zhao now, and we don't really seem to have had much of a much of a plan or much of a creative strategy when Zhao's not on the field. That really concerns me because if we're going into next season with the expectation of, oh, Lucas Zhao's going to be back and we're going to be able to play the way we want to. What happens when in the second game of the season, Jal gets injured? It, it could happen. It's happened twice this season already. Um, what happens when he gets injured next season? And we go back to watching us try to create with very little kind of idea or structure going forwards. We don't. We don't have like a defined plan or or, um, or way of playing. And that that's kind of what's beginning to concern me about Bowen. Um, and I guess the the subject around Bowen is, is definitely a deeper one and. Maybe not one that I'm gonna get into straight away, but it's uh yeah, I'm I'm concerned that even with those players, I'm not quite sure that the the results would be any different.
0: Yeah, I think we'd have more solidity though if you had those two players. A, I mean Pele's not gonna be here, but someone of that like would renomoto in midfield. He's a player who's I he struggled today because he's got no one there to help him. He's got Swift and Elise. And kind of that's not really going to assist him, is it, in the job that he's trying to do? He's really being left stranded completely.
2: It's it's not going to it's not going to help him. But at the same point, um, he he dug a lot of his own he dug a lot of his own holes today because so many times he was it, it it was almost like he was too eager because like so many times he but is that because he, of what? he would just yeah possibly but then but then when you're playing in a four-four-two, you need you need solidity you don't need to be bouncing around left right and center you know you need to you need to be there you need to hold that line you need to hold the two banks of four and 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 grind it out you know is might, might not be pretty saying it but you know you've got you you've got to do that and it's like it, at, at points today Rinomoto just like I mean like the effort 100% was there but he just he just looked like a like a canine off off a loose at, off, off, off a lead at some point today because he, he was just darting around left, right, and center. And yeah,
1: I, I really like Rinomata. um uh, The the effort he gives and and the drive he actually has is is something that you kind of you really miss seeing it when he's not in the team. Um, but sometimes quality wise, you you really you you watch him play and you just wonder like his, some of his passing is is just very very sloppy um he's positionally he's kind of i'd say he looks very unaware if he's not got a defensive midfielder with him um yeah it is is a player that i feel like reading fans would love to love if he was successful um and it's just he's got to have the right player alongside him to 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 help him shine and just having swift alongside him is not going to be not going to be the answer
0: yeah, no. What is interesting to see what Mark Bone said: next season can't come quick enough. We'll be losing a number of players, so there will be a significant amount of changes next season. Was players on loan and out of contract? It kind of makes you wonder what's actually going to be happening in the summer. Obviously, with COVID, our finances. Is next season going to be another season of basically just survival? I think that's where we're at. We can get to that a bit later, but it's kind of reading that it puts into kind of context of what we're aiming for in the next few years and i know it's not what we all want to hear we all want to be pushing for the premier league don't we but getting back to the match today john swift scored a really good free kick there's no doubt on that maybe you could say the blackburn wall maybe assisted him alex but i think the blackburn wall collapsed uh for
1: that free kick don't get me wrong it's a good free kick anyway um and if John Swift doesn't win player of the season, frankly, it's a travesty. And we shouldn't be allowed to go back to Mideoski, if that's the case. But
0: uh, once well, you do vote for him? Are you allowed back
1: then? Uh, no, it's got to be a group decision. It, uh, <laughs> it's all or nothing. <laughs> if, um, yeah, he should win player of the season. Uh, like, I get people think he's inconsistent, but his stats kind of back it up. The guy's scored, what, seven, eight goals now this season? I think it's eight goals and 11 assists. I don't know the exact numbers. Matt might know them, but... Um, he's by far and away like our um, key contributor this year um, mm-hmm. without without Swift we would really be like in the mire I think struggling
0: yeah totally I mean I think he, I totally agree with that I'm sure you do as well Matt that mm-hmm. Swift should be the player of the season by mile. I tweeted the other day I wasn't sure but I don't know why I put that really because he really is he's just so far and above anyone else the one who would be second for me would be Morrison I think he'd be there but from the others, you really—I think for third place is really—you could pick quite a few players. There's no obvious choice in the top three, apart from maybe Yaku Maita. He's a man who always gets forgotten. The man has got 17 goals again this season. Surely he has to be in there. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like like with 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 the goals he scored, you'd probably
2: you'd probably look look to put him third. I know I know Raphael has his has his fanfare around him, and at this point, but. I mean, when you look at contribution to the team, you know Morrison. I think it's been incredibly underrated so far this this season. It seems to be a very, very neat almost piece of business to get someone like him on a free. Uh, but contributions to the game, you, you can't look past Swift. like he is like Alex. Alex put put it perfectly. But you know, he, he, we can pull our hair out sometimes at him and say that he's inconsistent. But at the end of the day, I th- I think it's seven goals he scored and like you say I'm sure it's double figures for assists. And like uh, how how someone that has those stats could not get the player of the season is quite mind-boggling, really, or how it can almost be seen as a contest, <laughs> quite <laughs> frankly, because but because like you say, he he, he is miles and away above everyone else, I think, in my opinion. I know it's all about opinions at the end of the day, but yeah, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I think I uh, I have to say, Paul, I think you're actually right on Mate as well. I think
1: he's gone very mm. um, unnoticed would probably be the word I'm looking for. I think people don't necessarily rate him as a particularly effective footballer. I think maybe that's harsh, but I don't think people rate him as a particularly high quality player. Yeah, yeah. he's very effective in when he's yeah. playing in the team. He does score. He does. He does. You know, he puts himself in the game. Um So I don't think he's going to get that many votes and he probably won't finish in the top three. But, you know, credit where credit's due, I think he's had a decent season,
0: in all honesty. Mm -hmm. Scored another good goal today. Good header. I mean, it's a striker's goal, that. It's not one of those ones that's going to get goal of the season, but it's an important goal at the moment. What happens afterwards? I can't put down to Yaku Maiti that we conceded a late fourth goal. But you look at the impact of the subs who's come who's come on, and we have seen that substitution so many times in the last few weeks. Push goes off, and then we see some kind of combination that involves a B to come on and Bulldog, and it worked today. It I worked today.
1: To, yeah, I have to say today I wasn't all that surprised. Well, I say I wasn't that surprised. I haven't been surprised for a while that it's been happening, but the, today it probably was justified. Pushcast looked absolutely exhausted. Yeah, yeah, he was he was running around, yeah. he was running yeah. round and absolutely he just he was. He, he looked gasped. He couldn't, he couldn't run. Um,
0: he was turning um, a caravan, wasn't he, Alex? He was really struggling. It's, 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 not to,
1: it's not to say he even had a particularly bad game, uh, but it's just, it just didn't surprise me. He, he looks like he's just completely dead on his feet and it's not that surprising. He's been playing football pretty much constantly now for a year given like, uh, except for what, six weeks out when we had a, when he had a lockdown. But, um, you know, it's, I think that's, it's not necessarily a break when he's still going to have to go training and and running and whatever the the situation was um yeah the subs definitely changed the game we we definitely saw a momentum shift after those subs i i personally i don't necessarily give the credit of the game changing to to bowen i think he was going to make those subs anyway um and still to make them, though, he so. he <laughs> had to make them. He still had to make them, Alex. It's very begrudging praise,
0: though.
1: He had to make them, but he was going to make them anyway. Let's be honest. Pushkov coming, push coming off the bollocks was it's going to happen either way, right? Um, yeah.
0: No. But if you make I a do substitution think substitution and the a goal, and a goal. I must say it's worked. Yeah. On the flip side of that, a beta the fourth goal. Now, do we think Abita should have done better there, or is that he been caught by the attack coming in? Abita shouldn't have even been there,
1: let's be honest. Mm -hmm. How Abita's ended up at centre-back in the 90th minute, or 87th minute of the game, uh, is beyond me. He's been brought on as a left winger. like He's been brought on to play left wing, and he's ended up at centre-back because we've made another sub where we've taken taken Swift off, and Moore's moved out of central a central uh, defensive position to play in midfield. It, like the mind boggles that you would bring on a um you bring in on Osho for how long did Osho come on for? What ten minutes? I know, Eight, I something it wasn't very long. Um it, it, you you've bought an Osho to replace Swift. You've got you've you've actually got players who could have replaced Swift on the bench. Like it, Boye could have replaced Swift. You could have put Araruna Runa on, on. you know bringing Osho just to put more into midfield makes no sense. And you just basically, you're exposing a beater who is not, he, he's not a centre-back at the end of the day. Um, and the fact that he gets beaten in the air, I'm not really going to, like, give him too much, too much stick for, because, you know, Gallagher is absolutely massive.
0: Yes, so. exactly. Yeah. It was not a fair battle, was it? He's an absolute, and he's got the momentum coming in there, hasn't it? And not, it's not something new that we've seen in football. Is it that that happening to a player in that position? Well, I've seen it many times happen for England. In fact, yeah, there's a whole book of it probably about it for England being caught out in that position.
1: One one thing that is worth I think pointing out today is, however much Reading uh, wanted and tried to rely on their uh, young players in their academy in these last six seven games seven games. Um, I read a stat after the game. Blackburn ended the game. Their oldest player on the field at the end of the game was 26, and they had seven academy graduates at the end of the game. Yes, yes. And they saw the they saw the game out. Um, you know, I've, I've got to give Blackburn a lot a lot of credit. They 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 might not have played that well today, but they they
0: played they
1: played to win the game. Whereas it
0: felt like we were playing to not lose. Um, Bowen said similar things after Matt, saying that we basically were waiting for something to happen rather than making it happen. And he said, I've seen that so many times this season. He said, yeah. that is the problem. He said, we've got that switch. And he, he said, all of a sudden we can switch it on. But then it just disappears. And you don't know when it's going to come back again.
1: No one, no one about is players
0: yeah, no saying that maybe agents have got into their mind about some players and they've already made their mind up. They're going to leave. And with hindsight, maybe it's affected us. Who knows who that's about? It's hard to guess, isn't
1: it? it feels like if Bowen's already got that opinion, then you, if he's got that opinion and he knows which players want to leave, you would have hoped that those players were not playing. And maybe they aren't playing, yeah. but we don't. Yeah. We don't know. Um, yeah. But a, a, yeah, as he said after the game, there's going to be a lot of changes over, over the over the break. Um, all those lone players, don't see any of them coming back. Um, and on an aside why did it why did we re-sign any of them when we could have put five academy players on the bench complete complete waste of time um can we nice. play the
0: academy players or have they been furloughed no one knows do they yeah that would be an i mean the academy players the probably have an idea but the <laughs> um i don't think yeah. they're going to put it out there <laughs> no probably
1: not but i mean there's the I, it feels like we've basically re-signed them just to stock the bench which is an awful way to to run a run a club um or
2: In Adam's case, just sit, sit at home being injured for, for six weeks, like
0: <laughs> exactly like it we've just, done this with Matt Miazga and all these players, like you just said, I, it just makes no sense to me. The only and, the why? Only one, and why did we renew it when he had a three match ban? That's not, even more, he was never going to play that many matches. We were never only, going up.
1: The only one I can see which made sense to, to, to extend was Adraria. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, except, yeah, except for that. And, and, and I get Jaria is injured now, but the only one I can see a reason to extend is Jaria purely because he's joining anyway. Other than that, what, like what's the, what's the point? Why has why, why Boye played? Why, why have we kept him? What was the plan for keeping him? He's played four minutes at the end of one game. Um, and every time we hear a Reading player talk about Boye, we get told, oh, he's got talent.
2: He always looks so good in training. Yeah, he doesn't play. So there's... You know, it's got to be something there. There's, there's, there's got to there, be. some reasoning behind. You know, not playing. There's some, it's... Yeah, there's there's something in the background that we we as fans are not being kind of
1: not told. But there's something as fans we're not being like attuned to um, that these players are being kept and not playing. The
0: new Daniel Caribe show. <laughs> this is what we're seeing.
1: Yeah, boy, boy is going to go on and win the Europa League two years in a row as captain Do you know
0: what he, you wouldn't be amazed if he was involved with a club that did really well would you it's <laughs> just one of those right. things That's yeah. no so another disappointing day is it the end of the world no it's not it's not a disaster we've got Swansea City coming up in the last match of the season now Swansea City can they still get in the playoffs Alex I'm not quite sure how yes they, they can they're three they're three points behind Cardiff um yes. So that's going to be a win for them, then. So we're probably going to lose that match, it, aren't it,
1: we? It, yeah, if Swansea win and Cardiff lose, then Swansea are in the playoffs. Okay, uh, so being realistic.
0: Yes. We're going to lose,
1: aren't we? You know, well, we, we, all, remember well, we yeah. all remember
2: what happened at Derby. We all remember.
1: We all remember. But however, Cardiff are playing against a team in Hull who haven't scored for four games and have lost about ninety-five games in a row now.
0: About um,
1: goals. So I, I don't know how much. I don't. I don't quite know how much hope. Um, One's he actually have of getting into the playoffs, but you know we'll uh, there go. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure they'll be up for it on Wednesday. Um, I mean personally on Wednesday, I, I hope we see. You know, I I personally would love to see us make eight changes and just play a completely different side. It yeah, makes yeah. no difference. Makes no difference, right? Like let's see Eliseo play. Uh, let's see Osho play. Let's see McIntyre play. Let's see. I don't know. Let throw. I, I I mean, I personally would love to see. Um, for one of the younger keepers, play on Wednesday. Like, why not? What's what, mm. like, what are you going to learn from playing Raphael again?
0: Are yeah, you... no, no, I I don't disagree. I'll be quite happy. These clubs have done this loads of times, haven't they, over the years? We, we've I done it as long. well. Like, yeah. uh-huh. Fossu
1: played against um, Derby, against and Derby, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it, you, you know, it's one game, and what, what are we going to lose by if we lose, we're going to drop down what one spot, maybe that's it.
0: No, it's irrelevant. Nobody's gonna remember that game next season. It's not win or all cost or lose. We go down. It's just another game, isn't it? No one's even gonna be there. Hardly anyone's gonna watch it. It's just probably us three idiots there probably watch it, and that's about it. So <laughs> all right, two. Alex is saying no, he's given up, he's down. I'm, <laughs> still, I, I,
1: I'm, I'm still debatable. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, 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 I won't I won't be watching Wednesday, but um it's a. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not really a big game, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> no.
0: I'm not. I'm, it's not, I'm about not as small t- as it can get, Alex. I'm isn't not, it? not
1: <laughs> it's basically a pre-season friendly, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, so let's treat it like that. So, thanks a lot for listening. We talked a bit about all the other stuff like we do now at the end of the season. It's not much. The game was entertaining, but if you get into too much detail about it, we've all know all the issues with Reading Football Club. There's nothing new there, is there? We got issues. We haven't got a clear plan. We've got a limited squad. We've got loads of players. We don't know why we got them back. We've all been through all that. So next season, we'll be revitalised and get into it. But we'll have the Swansea one first and we'll maybe have a recap of the season, our players of the season, and we'll see how it goes. So cheers. Thanks for listening.